Cascade Hoops Talk, bringing the world NAI basketball one podcast at a time. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Hey, coming to you live on tape from Kansas City. We just finished up the first day of the NAI Men's Basketball Tournament at the Municipal Auditorium in downtown Kansas City. We had four great games. We're going to talk about those games. Uh, Also, first off, I want to talk about uh, the NAI. They did a great job uh, putting on this tournament. Everything ran very well. Uh, We really want to thank the NAI. They treated us very, very well. Cascade Hoopstock sends out a big thank you uh, to the NAI uh, for setting us up and uh, really making sure we have all the resources that we need. So thank you to them. You know, the game started started today at uh, at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Two teams uh, that I followed closely, College of Idaho and Grace, they faced off at 1 o'clock today. Uh, College of Idaho... They, they took a, a six-point lead with 15-30 in the first half, and they kind of took control of the game. The Lancers, they didn't seem to be hitting on all cylinders, and College of Idaho seemed to play very well. Really, the story for College of Idaho, I thought, was uh, uh, Jake O'Neill and Ivory Miles Williams. Jake O'Neill, he had uh, 15 points and 11 rebounds. Ivory Miles Williams, he had 16 points. Why were those guys so important? Because Jake O'Neill seems to get every loose ball that's on the court, and he did the same thing today against Grace. I can't think of how many shots Grace missed. It looked like they were going to get – or shots that uh, in uh, College of Idaho missed. It looked like Grace was going to get the ball back, and Jake O'Neill had the ball. And all season long, I've seen him do this. This was not a one-game phenomenon. And Ivory Miles Williams, uh, he's such a tough matchup. Uh, they threw uh, they threw Ian Scott, Jake Wadding. They even put Elijah Malone on him. It didn't seem to matter who they put on him. Ivory Miles Williams was backing him down and scoring three feet from the hoop. Uh, he just uh, is so tough uh, in the in the post. And those two guys really were the difference makers. These were really two good teams. But today it was uh, College of Idaho that got the win 71-66. So College of Idaho on Saturday at 11 a.m. Central, they will play Loyola. And Loyola today, uh, they played Faulkner. That's a Sun Conference foe. They defeated them 85-67. to Loyola looks very, very good. Uh, despite the final score only being 18, there were points in that game where it just appeared that Loyola was just putting Faulkner under siege. Uh, Miles Burns, 24 points, 17 rebounds. He just seemed to always be there. Uh, Zach Reitzel, he scored uh, 18 points, and Zach had eight rebounds. Uh, Faulkner, they were led by C.J. Hines. He had 19 points and six rebounds. And Daniel Garmendia, he had 19 points and four rebounds. So as we said, uh, Loyola, they're going to play College Idaho in that round of eight on Saturday at 11 a.m. Central. Watching both these games, I've watched College of Idaho through most of the season. have watched uh, Loyola quite a bit. You know, Loyola, I'll just be really honest, they just seem like they're in another class uh, with, with the teams in the NAI. 
They just smother you with defense. This is the most amazing stat uh, that I found on Loyola. They get 15 steals a game, and they average 15 offensive rebounds a game. That's 30 extra possessions on average. Then they do that night after night after night. So I'm not saying College of Idaho can't win this game, but man, they're going to have to bring their A game, and they're going to have to just absolutely shoot lights out. Loyola looks very good. In the third game of the day, Arizona Christian played Bethel, Kansas. Uh, Arizona Christian, they took control early. Uh, they had a five to nine point lead for the first 14 minutes. But at the end of the first half, it got kind of interesting. Down nine uh, with six minutes to go, uh, Bethel went on a big run and they hit a three. Uh, just at the end of the first half, they ended up taking a lead into the halftime, 40 to 37. That was a 14 to two run in the final few minutes of the first half. Uh, Bethel had a big crowd there. They were loud. They were boisterous. That really seemed to fire them up, and it looked like it was going to be a tight second half. But in the second half of that game, uh, it was close until about the 13-minute mark. Uh, Kevon Williams, he hit a layup with about 13 minutes to go, put Arizona Christian back up by six. And then Arizona Christian, they just seemed to really turn up the defensive pressure. They built a 16-point lead with five minutes to go. Uh, Arizona Christian, they it seemed to me that they wore down the Threshers. Arizona Christian was a lot bigger, you know, with uh, Bryce Davis and uh, Robbie Wilson. They're just so big, and they were just tough matchups for Bethel. Bethel is tough. They're tough-minded. They're big-hearted, uh, but they just didn't have any bodies to really defend those two, so they were trying to dig down, double, double, triple team them, and they were able to stop them several times, but it just you know, wore them down, and then their shooting started to falter. And toward, toward the end of the game, the, the uh, Arizona Christian just kind of dominated uh, the Threshers toward the end. Uh, Arizona Christian, they were led by Dennis Flowers III, who played really well tonight. He had 16 points, five rebounds. Bethel, they were led by a guy I can't say enough about, Jalen Scott. He was as good as advertised. He didn't shoot free throws very well tonight, but you know this is probably the last game uh, that he's going to play as a college player. He had 21 points, 18 rebounds, five assists, a very impressive double-double. I'm telling you, Jalen Scott is as as advertised. Very, very good basketball player. So Arizona Christian's going to take on the um, William Jessup, who won the last game. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Arizona Christian, William Jessup, they're going to play Saturday at 1 p.m. Central. And then in the last game of the night on Thursday night, William Jessup, they defeated Indiana Wesleyan 88-84. This was a game that William Jessup absolutely controlled. Uh, Indiana Wesleyan made a run in the second half, and I'll talk about that. But for the most part, they had complete control of the game. And I'm going to jump to the end here. William Jessup was up by 18 points with two minutes to go. 18 points. And it was a one-possession game with 12 seconds to go. Now, credit William Jessup. They went to the line. They hit their free throws when they needed to. But that that is an amazing comeback or collapse, whichever way you want to look at it. Indiana Wesleyan started pressing. Uh, William Jessup started turning the ball over. I, I I thought it really marred the victory for William Jessup, who just played so great. They came out of the gate. They were hitting three after three after three. They had Indiana Wesleyan 
totally on on their heels. Uh, they were up by uh, about 20 points at halftime. And then, uh, as I said in my Substack article, Dan Largy, I think he went in at halftime and ate some spinach. Uh, Dan Largy, he scored 14 points in the first six minutes of the second half. Uh, he pulled Indiana Wesleyan to within seven, 57-50 with 13.30 to go in the game. But then that magic, it seemed to dissipate and go away because at the four-minute mark, Jessup was back to a 20-point lead. But as I said, up 18 with 221, uh, William Jessup, the, the, honestly, they seemed to lose focus as if they were celebrating the big win. And Indiana Wesleyan wasn't done playing yet. And they just came at him and came at him. And uh, with 12.6 seconds, it was an 85-82 game. Credit Miles Corey. Uh, tough. He's a great player. Great guy. Uh, he made uh, a free throw to turn it to a two-possession lead. And William Jessup, they survived in the final minutes, 88-84. So William Jessup will play their GSAC opponent, Arizona Christian, Saturday at 1 p.m. Uh, but if I was uh, Coach Van Vogt, I'd be very concerned about that that final two minutes. So tomorrow on Friday, we go back to the Municipal Auditorium. We're going to do it again at 1 p.m. Central tomorrow. Oklahoma Oklahoma Wesleyan, they're going to take on LSU Shreveport. Uh, that should be a very good game. Oklahoma Wesleyan uh, plays tough-nosed Midwest basketball. LSU Shreveport, uh, they're going to want to run and gun and score a lot of points. Uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan has to slow them down. Uh, they've got to get rebounds, offensive rebounds, or make baskets and uh, keep LSU Shreveport from running. And LSU Shreveport needs to uh, defend the heck out of the ball because Oklahoma Wesleyan is patient and uh, they'll get definitely get to the hoop on them. Uh, at 3 o'clock, uh, Sagu is playing Thomas Moore. Both very good teams, uh, full of great players. Thomas Moore has been one of the more consistent teams all season. And Sagu, they're coming out of that tough Sooner conference. Uh, that should be a very good game. And then in the uh, evening games, uh, Jamestown is going to play Talladega. Two completely different styles. So Talladega, obviously very athletic, likes to pay, play very fast-paced. However, they're a very good defensive team. I think what they're going to do is uh, back up, try to front um, uh, Mason Walters try to disrupt the perimeter. Uh, what Jamestown needs to do, they need to get the ball in. They need to take advantage of their size and their post play. And the the guards have got to hit the three. The keys for Talladega is uh, they need to uh, create chaos because uh, structure is Jamestown's friend and chaos is Talladega's friend. That game is at 5 p.m. Central. And then uh, at 7 p.m., you have IU Kokomo uh, taking on Concordia. It's almost the same story there. IU Kokomo, very athletic. And Concordia's strength, uh, obviously, they're, they're a very good shooting team. But this team is has been together a number of years. Uh, they're very tight. They play well together. They've won a lot of close games. So if it comes down to a, to a tight game, don't bet against the Bulldogs. But that also will be a, a very good game. Two great teams in that one. So four great games coming tomorrow. If you can't make it, make sure you watch the games. If you can't watch the games, listen to the games. But try to get to the Municipal Auditorium if you're anywhere in the area. Uh, the tickets aren't that expensive. Of course you know that the tickets aren't that expensive. How's that? Why is that? Because you know that NAI basketball is the best entertainment value in America. 